0: What is going on? We are back for another podcast between Tom and Thomas Regan, Regan's Motivated Fitness, where we're going to try to recap what's been going on the last couple of weeks since we didn't do one last week and kind of preview what's what's coming up in the uh, motivated community that we, that we have here. Right, Ted?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we're very fortunate. You know, we, we, we say that often and we try to practice that, you know, through gratitude that we start a lot of our boot camps off with in the morning getting that proper perspective and i know that's one of the things that we we've been really uh, uh, static over the boot camps and even their evolution and our evolution as long as uh, along with the people that are doing it it's been just really great
0: yeah it's the uh, evolution of the boot camps whether it's just month to month or now we think about it year to year and we think about it as like separate community to separate community when there's a new like flock of people that are coming in and giving it a shot. Then there's the, the regulars the, the our tried and true members that have been coming for years in the combination of those two things coming together with each different bootcamp that we do. But now with our April bootcamp of this year, moving back outside and getting outside, getting some sunlight, getting some uh, interaction in person with, with some people that we haven't in a while. It's still that combination of what we've been doing with our virtual boot camp over the last couple of months and tying all that stuff together with the outdoor boot camp, which is our bread and butter. And it's just been it's been awesome. Every time I go down to the the workout down there, when you're leaving, everyone's smiling. Everyone's talking about how good they feel and how good the workouts are and how they're not dreading getting up in the morning like they thought they would. Yeah,
1: it becomes a. You know you become more used to it it becomes you know a habit you know being a habit doesn't mean that it's easy uh we know that there's that certain resistance to getting up in the morning and I experienced it after doing this for close to 25 years. Um you know but what you you know what we've been noticing with the with the boot camps is that um there's just been a real sense of community that's overshadowed everything. Whereas before, I think pre-COVID, there'd be a lot of, yeah, and there's a lot of like individual competition, this, that, and everything, but the world was a little different then, you know? It was, I think people were a little less apt to be vulnerable and and, and share some of themselves while under the stress of physicality. Um, and now though, you know, we, we know there's a need. There's a need for connection um, and there's a need for community. And we feel that the best thing that we do is practice community, and the boot camp has been the best vehicle for that.
0: Yeah, and I think, too, along those lines, the virtual boot camp that we had been doing, though, November, December, January, February, where the accountability and encouragement, or I should switch that, the encouragement and accountability email chain that we had going was something new that we tried. And we didn't really, um, we hadn't really done that in the past where we tried to connect with people on what our plan was for the boot camps coming up, what we wanted people to do if they couldn't do the boot camps that were coming up, and most importantly, getting people to interact, even if it is just on an email chain, with their own plans. Meaning, like, I am planning on getting up in the morning and seeing you guys at the virtual boot camp. I am planning on getting outside for a run. Or more importantly, I missed my last couple of workouts, but I jumped on here to remind myself of the community that I'm a part of in this community that I'm a part of is helping me get back on track so that I don't stay off track for too long. And that's something that we've been able to incorporate with this outdoor boot camp. And those two things coming together, has been really powerful and useful to everybody that's, that's been taking part.
1: Yeah. I think us like a a lot of the fitness uh, businesses in South Boston have tried to meet the need as best we can. Um, you know, we feel that uh, we're not in competition with other businesses. we're we're in, on the, we're on the same mission. And the model that you know you've continued to evolve that included that, what are you doing for the week? You know, what are you doing for the day? And here's a place to exchange, you know, information. And the vulnerability that has been uh, shared, uh, you know, through the the courage to expose themselves, has been just fantastic with people. I'm inspired by it. There's been so many examples of of people saying, you know, I, I need this and this is good. And what, what we're talking about here is, you know, not the boot bootcamp, camps. Boot camps great. You know, we, we love that, you know, how we do it and we continue to work on that model. And it you can check a whole bunch of boxes by being part of it. Um what what we're talking about is more that people are just joining with other people to be better versions of themselves and being vulnerable. So it's not that hidden, you know, we're not, you know, hiding behind, you know, the facades that we think we need to show the world.
0: Yeah. And and that's, that's the most powerful thing that we've taken from that email chain. And like, like we both just said, that's, we did continue that into what we're doing with our outdoor bootcamp. And now we could, we could dive into the actual specifics of the outdoor bootcamp because they have been going so well. I just this morning's workout, people were like smiling through stuff that they shouldn't have been smiling through. You know what I mean? Like it was a very high workout. At the end of it, I was explaining to somebody that was kind of new that hadn't really done these workouts before that today we did a, a semi gauntlet. I called it with like I put air quotes up semi gauntlet and Alex. Uh Badoin, who's like been doing this for a while now, he's like, that was a semi-gauntlet, like that felt like a full-on gauntlet, which if you if you're just listening to this and you don't take our part in our boot camps, there are month-long programs where each week or each workout that we come through is all progressing towards uh an end goal, right? the end goal is the last workout of the month, which is our gauntlet where we kind of put together everything that we've accomplished over the entirety of our, of our month long boot camp, Meaning we mix in yoga, we mix in movement by way of running movement, by way of stairs, we mix in full body strength work. We mix in circuit training with power ropes and sandbags and medicine balls. And we tie that all together with boxing. And it's kind of like a nonstop graduation of, of one boot camp. And then lo and behold, it starts right up with next month where If you did this past month, it's not like it's going to be easy peasy lemon squeezy on day one, but it is going to set back to that base level of we introduce yoga positions, we introduce strength work, we introduce cardio, but you still get a good workout in on the first day as well
1: as that last day. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. We follow periodization of training, the science behind the training, and we use microcycles it's a four week cycle and mentally we add a lot into there's a lot of you know we use physical stress to create mental stress and to learn to respond to that so that we can practice that and, and use that in the other areas of our life on a daily basis and that's what we that's what we need all of us and you know as we go through the boot camps like you said it's similar to life you know I may know something today i know a few things but in 2 weeks 2 months 2 years i am going to know other things and when i am practicing these principles i can look at things that existed before and see more value in them and that's the perspective that we practice in the boot camp so when you start up that second boot camp you're going to be doing things that are you know basic fundamentals but with some intensity and and some You know, firm parameters that are going to have you do that better. So it's not, you know, just do something, yeah, yeah. No, we dig down, we do better, we get creative. You know, this week is the third week of this boot camp. And, you know, there was some rain and it was Marathon Monday. I knew the gym was going to be quiet. So we moved the boot camp inside. And we did first, we did a a half hour spin class and then we ran to the golden stairs. So it was our own version of a a little marathon and people were calling it epic because the intensity of 12 people being together in that spin class where we did a 10 mile time trial and then run into the stairs and doing 10 up and down and back. It's a heck of a workout. A little different than what we do, but you know what? Do different to get different.
0: And people were talking about that the whole rest of the week, too. It was just. It's something like somebody reached out in the email chain was like, oh, I, I haven't been riding a bike or I haven't ridden a bike in years. So that was really tough for me. Another person was talking about the Golden Stairs, how, oh, that was my first time doing the Golden Stairs since we did it as a group in, in last year's boot camp in October or whatever the last one, one was. And when you think about stuff like that is the boot camp is great for doing things that most common people, most normal people don't have the wherewithal, the gumption, the strength, the mental fortitude to do themselves. It's hard to get onto a spin bike and just go for 30 minutes or 10 miles, whichever comes first. It is really hard to get yourself up to run to the golden stairs and go up and down. How many stairs is it? I think it's 37 or something like that. It might be 57. Yeah, it's up there. It's more like 97. It is hard to get yourself to go up and down stairs just nonstop but when you're surrounded by a group of people that are all there just to become better versions of themselves not to beat you up those stairs if anything it's almost better when you're behind somebody or if, if you're in front of somebody you're still talking somebody up to to encourage them to to get going faster or to keep it up or great job and that's the stuff in the timed mile too it's like yeah, people might go on a three-mile jog and they their body gets used to doing a three-mile jog three times a week. But you do a timed mile with other people running around that track at the same time. The energy is palpable. It's 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 you could see it with each lap that that goes around, and you could see what hits different people different ways. We had somebody run a mile for the first time without stopping to walk in years. We had somebody, we had a ton of people had their best times in years. We had people that didn't have their best time in, in years, but just felt better with it because they were focusing on, on something else, focusing on the positive rather than the negative of what they were doing in that given moment.
1: Yeah. And any, you know, all of us actually have those moments, you know, whether it's the night before or the morning of where we look ahead and we're not seeing, you know, the, the, the goodness, the value we're going to get out of it as much as we're feeling, you know, oh man. So that Tuesday morning after that epic Monday workout, we were a little flat down there in the morning. Um, and you know what though? People showed up. They get up and at it, rise and shine because they were together with this. They had worked together Monday. They worked together Tuesday. And so we say, you know, this model, this model works great. It's a physical approach to improve fitness Joining a community, be, being an active part of it, while also learning how to identify and deal with stress in your life. So we practice with the physical stress, we look at it as a challenge. Now, stress in our life, otherwise, right, Whether whatever it may be, relationship, family, work, you know, um, we want to identify it as, is it a threat or a challenge? When stress is a threat, that's where it goes south on us. We're designed to see it as a challenge. And that's what we practice in the boot camps. And we get over the ego part of it. It's all, I have to do this, I have to do that. We are doing this. And I think that's critical.
0: And what I think is is like what I love most about our boot camps is it's all regular people down there. It's 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 there's firefighters, there's cops, there's teachers, there's accountants, there's everybody. And nobody's training for the Olympics, and we know that, not to say that if I would like to have an Olympic athlete come down and, and, and try out one of the workouts, and I guarantee they would get a lot out of it too. But it's all regular people dealing with regular ordinary stresses, or they're preparing for, they're showing up to these boot camps, not to lose 25 pounds or not to win in a Olympic challenge or a CrossFit games they're showing up so that they could live their lives better and happier and healthier. And when you see other people trying to do that and you're surrounding yourself with those type of people, you're going to accomplish it because you're surrounding yourself with the types of people that you would like to see yourself be. And it's a it's a powerful place to be and it's it's I think our boot camp is a perfect um culmination of of that failing and those people looking to create those successes in their lives and it's just it's a it's good to be a part of it for us.
1: Yeah, and that camaradic accountability, I don't know if that's really a word, camaradic, but the accountability is through camaraderie of knowing you're in it with others. And that also transfers to the rest of your day and life. And whether you're looking for community just to feel better, um, it's the place and to get better. You now, we like to say, don't get bitter, get better, get up and at it, rise and shine. And, and it works and you know along those lines you know we're adding also we're doing a little fun run um monday right uh, is, is it this monday or the monday after I'm losing my date here um but uh we, you know we're adding a 3 mile fun run at the end of the month for the crew just to give them something else and uh people just all joining in are you doing it I'm doing it but um T why don't we talk a little bit about the uh, Liam fundraiser. Yeah, yeah. I think the com- community
0: aspect of the boot camp brings us to like the overall community of the gym and kind of what we like to get ourselves involved with when it comes to stuff outside of the gym. And it, it kind of all ties together too. It's, it's becoming better versions of ourselves. There's no real better way to make yourself that better version than to, to give to something that's a little bit bigger than you. And I think we, we, we're a part of two things that are that are coming up. Um, that I think our community will will dive into full fledged, and that's for me. I'm, I got the Pan Mass Challenge coming up this summer, and my it's it's been, become a physical motivation for me. In that my knee injury, my um, capabilities have kind of been cut at the at the knee, if you will. So it's become a physical goal for me to get myself in shape so that I'm actually able to do it. But then the the monetary, the fundraising goal is is always a huge one for this one where we're trying to raise money for the Dana Fowler Cancer Institute. And the team that I'm on, Team Fitz, I've been, this is my seventh year riding, I believe. Maybe it's my sixth. Um, but it's just such a great team surrounded by more positive people like we're talking about in our in our boot camps. It's another like social community that I'm proud to be a part of. And we got our big fundraiser coming up um two saturdays from now so saturday may 6th we're, we're doing it at dorset hall and it's that derby day fundraiser that we've done the last couple of years so that's that's the big thing that i'll be pushing over the, the next couple of weeks where where uh it's a derby fundraiser dorset hall in dorchester where we're raising money for the dana faber cancer institute and i'm fired up for it physically and i'm fired up for it mentally and emotionally and um i think there's a, a lot of stuff like that going on around here and i know you got something that you want to push too
1: yeah, yeah. You're highlighting that, you know, the best way to learn is to teach. The best way to get is to give. And that's a pillars of our community. And um, I'm also doing a uh fundraising bike ride from Boston to Montreal with a bunch of uh our crew. We have about uh five or six guys, and um it's a three-day ride, 345 miles. I got a, a lot of f- few more miles for getting lost, but it is far. Uh, this young 10-year-old kid, Liam, uh, from Montreal, and my good buddy, Chris Nyland of Montreal Canadians hockey fame, um, asked me to uh, try to help out. So they're trying to raise money. This poor kid, and I think you know a little bit more about uh, his condition T, which you can share in a sec, uh, but he has a mitochondrial disease that it, it's right now a terminal illness You know, for him and, and, and some others certain varieties of this disease condition that are terminal in this young kid um he was given two weeks three four years ago or something like that and people have banded together so we're trying to make this Boston Montreal rivalry rivalry a Boston Montreal uh connection that that helps you know build a little bit of community around the many things that people and families face um in, in their lives that we forget, we're unaware of sometimes how fortunate we are. So there's um there's a bunch of us we're going to have a fundraiser. Thomas put up a page on, on on our website. And so we're asking the people of Boston to support Montreal. Um and this young kid Liam and his dad's just a tremendous man who is helping so many other families and they're working with Montreal Children's Hospital to do a lot of research and it's just been going great. And, uh, you know, we're asking for your help.
0: Yeah. And I think it's, it's always a, it's always powerful when you see a foundation like this. So the lamb foundation, you can look it up. It's on our website, like my father was saying, but it's always powerful when a foundation is created, not just to help the poor kid who's going through the struggle, but Liam's father created the foundation to not just help his own son, but to help other kids with this specific rare disease, but also just to help other families and other kids, other families of kids going through the rare disease spectrum. And it's just something that hits close to home with me, too, being a part of Now's Pals. And then there's another local foundation called the Dion Foundation where these rare diseases, they're, I feel like they're just not even rare anymore. You know what I mean? Like that's how common they're becoming. And I don't know if it's just because I'm getting older and a lot of my friends, a lot of people my age are having kids and you see it so much more often, but to see um, Knuckles Nile and jump on. And I read a little bit about how he got involved. Well, well, we'll have him on to kind of talk about it a little bit more, but to see he was just sitting at a table with uh, Liam's dad at like a fundraiser. And he said, he just was so touched by what he was doing that he's like, I don't know how I'm going to help, but I'm going to try to help. And Chris has jumped on board full fledged and he's been doing a lot of fundraising help with them. And then your connection with Chris too, is you, you kind of did the same thing that Chris did with Lamb's father in that like, okay, well, I love you, Chris. I see that you're passionate about this. I'm going to look into it a little bit more. How could I help? And then because of our connection with so many people in our community, we have people like Tom Durnley, Michael Kenevy, uh Jake Toomey, being like, oh, we're riding our bikes to Montreal. Okay. Sounds good. What's it for? You know what I mean? And that's the stuff that's going to be huge as, as we get more people involved in with our fundraiser, and the party that we throw, I think it's just going to be a, uh, first, it's going to be a good time, right? We're going to, we want to have fun when we throw our party, but it's all for a bigger cause.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's our 15th year anniversary. And, and, you know, we're using that to celebrate, but also to, um, you know, get people together to help a a great cause. Uh, And it's, you know, you mentioned, uh, you know, the ride to Montreal. So we have a group of, you know, of us that are on a text chain and we've all done, you know, marathons, Ironman, long bike rides or just, you know, really work out a lot. And um, I occasionally throw things out there. Hey, what about guys want to do this? You want to do that? So I I get inspired from, I'll work out and I'll have 20 ideas and start throwing them out and, you know, people a little immune to it. I I put out a, Hey, anybody want to, I was thinking we should ride our bikes to Montreal. Um, as you know, I wanted some kind of two or three day ride and I didn't get any takers. Uh, Tom Durnley reached out and asked about it. Uh, but when I added the charity aspect in boom, people jumping on board. That's amazing. Okay. You know, Hey, do you want to do it for your own physical fitness? Ah, geez. I don't know. You want to help someone, you know, Kenevy, Jake, you, your brother, uh, some guy from Montreal who's uh, Joe Horvat. We call him Joe Harvard because I spelt his name wrong. Uh, he's with us too. Um, so that just, to me, is just another, you know, an example of, of people giving more to others.
0: Yeah. So to, to bring this one kind of to a close is we we talked a lot about the boot camp that's going on now. The April boot camp's going great. Our May boot camp will be starting uh Monday, May 1st. So we want people to jump on board with that, not just to get the physical benefit, but to get that mental benefit as well. And then to find that mental and um emotional kind of benefit to anything that we've been offering is it's these fundraisers that you and I are talking about. So to, to bring it to a close, we got the PMC fundraiser, the Team Fits PMC fundraiser on May 6th at Dorset Hall coming up. And then 15 year party for the gym, most likely going to be early June, but we'll, we'll spread the details to that as we, as we get a little bit closer. But the the main goal of that is yeah, to celebrate the time that we've had here in Southie and how it's going and so well, and how we've touched on so many people and so many people have touched us, but to bring that to a focal point to this Boston to Montreal ride in the land foundation. I think that's a, that's a perfect way to put a bow on this one.
1: Yeah, you're right, T. and and, hey folks remember starts with one moment one day right be good to yourself help someone else and just keep the ball rolling can't do something do something